Greetings, seniors. It's Mr. Shevlin with you for your reading of Daniel chapter 1, 2, and 7. In the third year of the reign of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon came and laid siege to Jerusalem. The Lord handed over to him Jehoiakim, king of Judah, and some of the vessels of the temple of God, which he carried off to the land of Shinar and placed in the temple treasury of his God. The king told Ashpenaz, his chief chamberlain, to bring in some of the Israelites, some of the royal line, and of the nobility. They should be young men without any defect, handsome, proficient in wisdom, well-informed, and insightful, such as could take their place in the king's palace. He was to teach them the language and literature of the Chaldeans. The king allotted them a daily portion of food and wine from the royal table. After three years' training, they were to enter the king's service. Among these were Judeans, Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. The chief chamberlain changed their names, Daniel to Belteshazzar, Hananiah to Shadrach, Mishael to Meshach, and Azariah to Abednego. But Daniel was resolved not to defile himself with the king's food or wine, so he begged the chief chamberlain to spare him this defilement. Though God had given Daniel the favor and sympathy of the chief chamberlain, he said to David, I am afraid of the Lord, my Lord the king, who allotted your food and drink. If he sees that you look thinner in comparison to the other young men of your age, you will endanger my life with the king. Then Daniel said to the guardian, whom the chief chamberlain had put in charge of Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, Please test your servants for ten days. Let us be given vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then see how we look in comparison with the other young men who eat from the royal table and treat your servants according to what you see. He agreed to this request and tested them for ten days. After ten days, they looked healthier and better fed than any of the young man, young men who ate from the royal table. So the steward continued to take away the food and wine they were to receive and gave them vegetables. To these four young men, God gave knowledge and proficiency in all literature and wisdom, and to Daniel the understanding of all visions and dreams. At the end of the time, at the end of the time, the king had specified for their preparation, the chief chamberlain brought them before Nebuchadnezzar. When the king had spoken with all of them, none was found equal to Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, and so they entered the king's service. In any question of wisdom or understanding which the king put to them, he found them ten times better than any of the magicians or enchanters in his kingdom. Daniel remained there until the first year of King Cyrus. In the second year of his reign, King Nebuchadnezzar had a dream which left his spirit no rest and robbed him of his sleep. So he ordered that the magicians, enchanters, sorcerers, and Chaldeans be summoned to interpret the dream for him. When they came and presented themselves to the king, he said to them, I had a dream which will allow my spirit no rest until I know what it means. The Chaldeans answered the king in Aramaic, O king, live forever. Tell your servants the dream and we will give its meaning. The king answered the Chaldeans, This is what I have decided. Unless you tell me the dream and its meaning, you shall be cut to pieces and your houses made into a refuse heap. But if you tell me the dream and its meaning, you shall receive from me gifts and presents and great honors. Therefore, tell me the dream and its meaning. 
Again they answered, Let the king tell his servants the dream, and we will give its meaning. But the king replied, I know for certain that you are bargaining for time, since you know that what I have decided. If you do not tell me the dream, there can be but one decree for you. You have conspired to present a false and deceitful interpretation to me until the crisis is past. Tell me the dream, therefore, that I may be sure that you can also give its correct interpretation. The Chaldeans answered the king, There is not a man on earth who can do what you ask, O king. Never has any king, however great and mighty, asked any such thing of any magician, enchanter, or Chaldean. What you demand, O king, is too difficult. There is no one who can tell it to the king except the gods, who do not dwell in among the people of flesh, among people of flesh. At this the king became violently angry and ordered all the wise men of Babylon to be put to death. When the decree was issued that the wise men should be slain, David and his companions were also sought out. Then David prudently took counsel with Arioch, the chief of the king's guard, who had set out to kill the wise men of Babylon. He asked Arioch, the officer of the king, what is the reason for this harsh order from the king? When Arioch told him, David went and asked for time from the king that he might be given that he might give the interpretation. David went home and informed his companions, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, that they might employ the mercy of the God of heaven with, in regard to this mystery, so that Daniel and his companions might not perish with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. During the night, the mystery was revealed to Daniel in a vision, and he blessed the God of heaven. Blessed be the name of God forever and ever, for wisdom and power are his. He causes the changes of times and seasons. He establishes kings and deposes them. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who understand. He reveals deep and hidden things and knows what is in the darkness, for the light dwells with him. To you, God of my ancestors, I give thanks and praise because you have given me wisdom and power. Now you have shown me what we asked of you. You have made known to us by a king's by the king's dream. So Daniel went to Arioch, whom the king had appointed to destroy the wise men of Babylon, and said to him, Do not put the wise men of Babylon to death. Bring me before the king, and I will tell him the interpretation of the dream. Arioch quickly brought Daniel to the king and said, I have found a man among the Judean exiles who can give the interpretation to the king. The king asked Daniel, whose name was Belshazzar, can you tell me the dream that I had and its meaning? In the king's presence, Daniel made this reply. The mystery about which the king has inquired and the, the wise men, enchanters, magicians, and diviners could not explain to the king. But there is a God in heaven who reveals mysteries, and he has shown king, king Nebuchadnezzar what is going to happen in the last days. This was your dream, the visions you saw as you lay in your bed. To you, in your bed, came thoughts about what should happen in the future, and he who reveals mysteries showed you what is to be. To me, also, this mystery has been revealed, not that I am wiser than any other living person, but in order that its meaning might be made known to the king, that you may understand the thoughts of your own mind. In your vision, O king, you saw a statue, very large and exceedingly bright, terrifying in appearance as it stood before you. Its head was pure gold, its chest and arms were silver, its belly and thighs were bronze, its legs iron, its feet partly iron and partly clay. 
While you watched, a stone was hewn from the mount from a mountain without a hand being put to it, and it struck its iron and clay feet, breaking them in pieces. The iron, clay, bronze, silver, and gold all crumbled at once, fine as the chaff on the threshing floor in the summer, and the wind blew them away without leaving a trace. But the stone that struck the statue became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. This was the dream and the interpretation we shall also give in the king's presence. You, O king, are the king of kings. To you, the God of heaven has given dominion and strength and power and glory. Human beings, wild beasts, and birds of the air, wherever they may dwell, he has handed over to you, making you ruler over them all. You are the head of gold. Another kingdom shall take your place, inferior to yours, than a third kingdom of bronze, which shall rule over the whole earth. There shall be a fourth kingdom, strong as iron. It shall break in pieces and subdue all these others, just as iron breaks in, in pieces and crushes everything else. The feet and toes you saw, partly of clay and partly of iron, mean that it shall be a divided kingdom, but yet have some of the hardness of iron. As you saw, the iron mixed with the clay tile, and toes partly iron and partly clay, the kingdom shall be partly strong and partly fragile. The iron mixed with the clay means that they shall seal their alliances by intermarriage, but they shall not stay united any more than iron mixes with clay. In the lifetime of those kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom that shall never be destroyed or delivered up to another people. Rather, it shall break in pieces all these kingdoms and put them, put an end to them, and it shall stand forever." That is the meaning of the stone you saw hewn from the mountain without a hand being put to it, which broke in the pieces which broke in pieces the iron, bronze, clay, silver, and gold. The great God has revealed to the king what shall be in the future. This is exactly what you dreamed, and its meaning is sure. Then King Nebuchadnezzar fell down and worshipped Daniel and offered sacrifice and incense and ordered sacrifice and incense offered to him. To Daniel the king said, Truly your God is the God of gods and the Lord of kings and a revealer of mysteries. That is why you were able to reveal this mystery. He advanced Daniel to a high post and gave him many generous presents, made him ruler of the whole province of Babylon and chief prefect over all the wise men of Babylon. At Daniel's request, the king made Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego administrators of the province of Babylon, while Daniel himself remained at the king's court. Chapter 7 In the first year of King Belshazzar of Babylon, as Daniel lay in bed, he had a dream, visions in his head. Then he wrote down the dream, the account began. In the vision I saw during the night, suddenly the four winds of heaven stirred up the great sea, from which emerged four immense beasts, different, each different from the others. The first was like a lion, but with eagle's wings. While I watched, the wings were plucked. It was raised from the ground to stand on two feet like a human being, and given a human mind. The second beast was like a bear. It was raised up on one side, and among the teeth in its mouth where there were three tusks. It was given the order, Arise, devour much flesh. After this, I looked and saw another beast, like a leopard, on its back, were four wings, like those of a bird, and it had four heads. To this beast, dominion was given. 
After this, in the visions of the night, I saw a fourth beast, terrifying, horrible, and of extraordinary strength. It had great iron teeth with which it devoured and crushed, and it trampled with its feet what was left. It differed from the beast that preceded it. It had ten horns. I was considering the ten horns it had, when suddenly another, a little horn, sprang out from their midst, and three of the previous horns were torn away to make room for it. This horn had eyes like human eyes, and a mouth that spoke arrogantly. As I watched, thrones were set up, and the Ancient of Days took his throne. His clothing was white as snow, the hair on his head was like pure wool. His throne was flames of fire, with wheels of burning fire. A river of fire surged forth, flowing from where he sat. Thousands upon thousands were ministering to him, and myriads upon myriads stood before him. The court was convened and the books were opened. I watched then from the first of the arrogant words which the horn spoke until the beast was slain and its body destroyed and thrown into the burning fire. As for the other beasts, their dominion was taken away, but they were granted a prolongation of life for a time and a season. As the visions in the night continued, I saw coming the clouds of heaven. One. I saw coming with the clouds of heaven, one like the Son of Man. He, When he reached the Ancient of Days and was presented before him, he received dominion, power, dominion, splendor, and kingship. All nations, peoples, and tongues will serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion that shall not pass away. His kingship, one that shall not be destroyed. Because of this, my spirit was anguished, and I, Daniel, was terrified by my visions. I approached one of those present, and I asked him the truth of all this. In answer, he made known to me its meaning. These four great beasts stand for the four kings which shall rise, arise on the earth. But the holy ones of the Most High shall receive the kingship to possess it forever and ever. Then I wished to make certain about the fourth beast, so very terrible and different from the others, devouring and crushing with its iron teeth and bronze claws, and trampling with its feet what was left, and about the ten horns on its head, and the other one that sprang up, before which three horns fell, and about the horn with the eyes and the mouth that spoke, that arrogantly spoke, which appeared greater than its fellows. For as I watched, that horn had made war against the holy ones and was victorious until the Ancient of Days came and judgment was pronounced in favor of the holy ones of the Most High and the time arrived for the holy ones to possess the kingship. He answered me thus, The fourth beast shall be a fourth kingdom on earth, different from all the others. The whole earth it shall devour, trample down and crush. The ten horns shall be ten kings rising out of that kingdom. Another shall rise up after them different from those before him, who shall lay low the three kings. He shall speak against the Most High and wear down the holy ones of the Most High, intending to change the feast days and the law. They shall be handed over to him for a time, two times, and a half time. But the, when the court is convened and his dominion is taken away to be abolished and completely destroyed, then kingship and dominion and majesty of all the kingdoms under the heavens shall be given to the people of the holy ones of the most high whose worship shall be an everlasting whose kingship shall be an everlasting kingship whom all dominions shall serve and obey this is the end of the report i daniel was greatly terrified by my thoughts 
and my face became pale, but I kept the matter to myself.